Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, with co-hosts Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you, and with an attitude of gratitude, I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I will give you uh, another reason why I feel this way after I get rid of the business of the that I have to take care of every show, and that is this. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, I uh, was very humbled this week when Dr. Bennett Amalu returned my uh, inquiries about him uh, appearing on Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. As you may know or you should know, Dr. Amalu was the inspiring physician for the movie Concussions. He is the one that discovered uh, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, better known as CTE, when he did that famous autopsy on the Pittsburgh Steeler, Mike Webster. Uh, He is absolutely a genius, a very Christian man. Very, uh, uh, he was beat up in all kinds of ways because of his uh, his uh, findings of this disease in football players, and the National Football League has been uh, trying to silence him ever since he came out with his initial report. But now it has been accepted, uh, but he is not getting credit for it. But he doesn't want the credit because his promise was to Mike Webster to uh, find the cause of his problem. And he's gone on and done autopsies on other professional players in all uh, contact sports. And has some very uh, 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 strong opinions regarding contact sports, especially in children. So uh, stay tuned, and uh, we are uh, negotiating a time for Dr. Amalu to be on. I have a commit from, commitment from Joe Walton, a uh, uh, 82-year-old post-NFL uh, player, uh, Janet Doman, who works with brain-injured children, uh, uh, Butch uh, from the Pop Warner League. And uh, uh, I have uh, a lot of people that want to talk to Dr. Amalu. So we will have Dr. Amalu, uh, God willing, and uh, probably I'm shooting for October, and uh, we will probably uh, – Block out two hours of airtime for this because this is really important if you're raising children or have grandchildren that are playing football, ice hockey, rugby, uh, any of these contact sports because, uh, uh, as Dr. Amalu points out, they are really dangerous to these children's brains and we're not doing them any uh, favor by letting them play. I will recommend his book. His latest book is called Truth doesn't have a side, and is subtitled, My Alarming Discovery About the Danger of Contact Sports, Dr. Bennett Amalu, O-M-A-L-U. He was also just recently uh, interviewed by a friend of mine, Dr. Michael Delavecchia, 
who is a past president of the Philadelphia County Medical Society, and uh, we'll have Dr. Delavecchi on at the same time uh, to continue that interview. So I'm really uh, humbled uh, by the fact that he has uh, considered and, and given his okay to be on this program. Well, ladies and gentlemen, and that's the reason why I think we are uh, gaining some traction is because of what my mentor told me years ago. He said, read something no one else is reading, think something no one else is thinking, and do something no one else is doing. And that's what we're trying to do here at Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are archived at blogtalkradio.com. We are also on Stitcher, uh, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Stitcher uh, uh, is a uh, radio on demand. It's a free app that you can download so that you can listen to podcasts like this one anytime, anywhere. We are on Blueberry. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. We are on TuneIn Radio, T-U-N-E-I-N. And TuneIn, uh, as I found out, is part of the uh, Sync Radio with uh, Ford Lincoln. Uh, and we are on uh, Google Play. So, yeah, there's lots of ways you can listen to us. Uh, so, again, I want to thank you. And please stay tuned uh, for the update uh, for the days that Dr. Amalo will be on the program. Well, as you know, we're here each and every week, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we are here with Dr. Dan and Dr. Jerry. And our program today is on glyphosate or glyphosate. And uh, But before we do that, uh, we want to uh, sort of recap what we talked last week uh, to Dr. Sergio about. If you remember, we talked uh, last week about prolotherapy. Remember what my mentor said. Okay. Read something no one else is reading. Think something no one else is thinking. And do something no one else is doing. And not a lot of people are even considering prolotherapy these days. But before we go into that recap, let me introduce Dr. Dan. Uh, good afternoon, sir. How are you? Good afternoon, Dr. Ron. Good afternoon, Dr. Jerry. I know you're there, too. Yep, I'm uh, hiding. <laughs> Dr. Jerry has, uh, is really busy, and uh, I have just uh, finished the first draft of a letter to Dr. Amalu, and, and uh, I'm putting in Dr. Uh, Smith's concussion review uh, that's, that you can find on his ICNR website, by the way, uh, and we're, that that should make for an interesting discussion, Dr. Jerry, when uh, we get the uh, expert of the field here on the program. Well, yeah, I appreciate that um, integration of my work with uh, Dr. Amala's work, but I sent you that uh, testimonial. Unfortunately, the audio wasn't working, but I'm going to redo it tomorrow. We had a uh, patient with 21 and a half years of severe post-concussion syndrome uh, to the point where barometric pressure changes from weather changes would cause excruciating headaches. And uh, every day of his life for the last 21 and a half years, bad headaches. And one cranial adjustment, his post-concussion syndrome disappeared. And um, it, it was just miraculous. You know, it's just one component that the traditional medicine is not recognizing. All right, and and we'll, we'll talk about that. As you know, my my uh, devil's advocate about that is we relieve the symptom, but you know, are we, what are we doing with the amyloid and the 
uh, tau protein and all that Dr. Uh, Amalo found in, in the brain and is, uh, we're making people feel better. But as you and I discussed on the phone, there is another component, and uh, you do list it in your concussive report, and that's the detox of the brain. But let's save that uh, for Dr. Amalo's discussion, so not to give away everything. Is that okay, Dr. Jerry? Sounds good to me. <laughs> okay. Well, because Dr. Jerry and I both feel that uh, over the past year where we have uh, talked about detox and toxins and so forth, there is another component that maybe Dr. Amalo, who mainly deals with dead people, has not thought about. And I want to uh, see what he thinks about our, our, our idea about detoxing the brain. So, ladies and gentlemen, just let's have a quick recap. Last week we talked about prolotherapy, injecting uh, a irritating solution, mainly dextrose, uh into painful areas to produce a controlled local inflammation. That that inflammation uh, triggers a wound healing cascade, which results in the deposition of new collagen. This new collagen shrinks as it matures. The shrinking collagen tightens the ligaments that were injected and makes them stronger and more secure, thus stabilizing an unstable joint. It has the potential, as Dr. Sergio said, of being 100% effective at eliminating sports injuries, chronic pain, depending on the technique of the individual prolotherapist and the extent of the comprehensive healing program. So we talked about knee osteoarthritis that could affect 6.5 million Americans by 2020. We talked about how knee surgery is a scam a lot of times, that the arthroscopic surgery it absolutely serves no purpose in the majority of times, and that when they compared uh, real arthroscopic surgery to uh, scam or uh, uh, sham uh, arthroscopic surgery, the results were no different. Uh, knee surgery, uh, we talked about, had no benefit in those with osteoarthritis. We talked about the $4 billion that is spent on knees annually. We talked about a cortisone shot. Dr. Sergio was pretty, pretty specific about this. It may relieve the pain, but it starts a deterioration of the cartilage at whatever joint it's injected into, uh, and that's only part of the problem. You have to treat all the supporting ligaments around that joint to strengthen that joint. And he he made a couple specific points. You know, he said, you know, he doesn't tell his patients to restrict their activity. He wants them to get in to their activity, whether it's golf, tennis, whatever, running, uh, so that the uh, tissues heal in a position of function. So this was prolotherapist with Dr. Sergio, Nicholas Sergio. He's the acupuncture clinic in, in Naples, Florida. Been doing this for a lot of years, and he does it in uh, consultations a lot of times so with a Dr. Ross uh, uh, Uber out of uh, uh, Ross Hauser. I'm sorry, Ross Hauser, H-A-U-S-E-R. And uh, they sometimes, uh, if the patient, he feels the patient needs more intensive prolotherapy, like stem cells or whatever, he does refer to Dr. Ross Hauser. So that show is archived. It's available on all, this, all the platforms we talked about and also on blogtalkradio.com. So, Dr. Jerry, what, did you, uh, what else did you take away from the show last week? Well, anything that's conservative uh, to avoid surgery is the way to go. Um, you know, the key component is also 
setting the stage for the joint to heal. And by that I mean if you're too acidic because of your diet, having a, a high acidity will cause the, the body to break down the, the bone to extract the minerals to try to alkalize the system. So, you know, there's no, you know, magic bullet. Uh, the injections are great. The concept is great. But you also have to, like, enhance the process. So, you know, eating uh, clean foods, uh, you know, raw foods, juices, uh, taking enough minerals, uh, getting enough sunshine, vitamin D, uh, good exercise, thinking positively. All these factors help to alkalize the body, uh, clean water, clean air. And then when you set the stage, that cartilage can help to you know, develop much uh, more readily. But if you continue taking a lot of medications which make you acidic and toxic, you're going to suppress your thyroid, your adrenals, your liver, and, you know, you can get the best therapy in the world, and it's, the success rate is going to be minimized. And how, what did you, what was your takeaway on NSAIDs, like ibuprofen, paroxicam, endomethacin? Oh, my God. They, they should lock the people up that, that distribute this stuff. It's, it's a pure poison. It actually hampers the regeneration of arthritic joints. I mean, it's like Russian roulette. You might as well put a gun to your head because it's a slow, painful death. And and when then say drugs work, like Nuprin and, uh, you know, ibuprofen, all that nonsense, aspirin, it's diagnostic that you're deficient in essential fatty acids. So, you know, eating coconut oil or forage oil or olive oil, all these good quality oils, will help your body produce the prostaglandins E1s and 3s, which are anti-inflammatory and anti-pain. So, it, you know, if a drug is masking something, you're in big trouble. Right. And we, you know, and, and we have had programs on the dangers of NSAIDs that, uh, you know, they actually cause degeneration of cartilages, and they, they, they increase your risk of atrial fibrillation, and if used during the flu, they increase your risk of heart attack. So, ladies and gentlemen... They are over-the-counter for one specific reason, so that the drug company does not have to put that package insert in there to give you all the complications like they do when it's prescribed by a physician. So please, NSAIDs are not the answer. Uh, and then, Dr. Jerry, we, you talked about some foods for uh, that might be uh, inflammatory. inflammatory. Anti-inflammatory, yeah. Basically, you know, I had a patient from India yesterday, and, uh, you know, she said we hardly have any mental degeneration over in India because they're eating a lot of turmeric and curcumin in their diets. And basically, it's a wonderful antioxidant. It's, you know, quenches free radicals and to reduce pain and swelling. And it's readily available. I mean, you don't have to buy expensive supplements. You can get it in, in your herbs when you cook. Papain, okay, again, uh, from papaya, contains a wide range of proteolytic enzymes that break down protein and attacks tumor cells and boost the, the immune system. Uh, you have devil's claw. It's as effective in treating arthritic pain as the drug phenylbutazone. So devil's claw is also an effective as a, what they call COX-2 inhibitors without the deadly side effects. See, this is what the doctors don't understand. Well, I guess, you know, if you use prescribed devil's claw, you're not going to get a golf trip out of the deal. So that's the big problem, I think. <laughs> well, that's uh, true. Yeah. And so, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of this is on, on, on last week's program. 
if, if I, uh, we tickled your your funny bone here, give a listen to that. Uh, that and and we went through some foods that you should not eat. You know, the fried foods and the sugars and what have you. It's all there. Doctor uh, Doctor Dan, uh, what was your takeaway from last week? Well, my takeaway from last week was, was that uh, probably more people should try the prolotherapy and uh, absolutely avoid the knife. That's the last thing that you should do. Uh, try all kinds of conservative therapies like you you, you just you just brought up um, because uh, you don't want to re- replace the knee unless you have to. So I I would be very conservative and and I would take some of the uh, things that uh, Dr. Jerry mentioned the Devil's Claw and uh, uh, avoid the NSAIDs as much as you can. I I know it's kind of hard sometimes when you really need something and you and you you know you take the NSAIDs and it gives you relief for a while anyway. But be careful with that. And, you know, um, Doctor. Yeah, Doctor Ron. What was interesting? I was just down in Palm Beach over the weekend helping my. Uh, my cousin celebrated 85 years being young, and uh, he purchased a, a Therify system from me. And what was interesting, after f- just four treatments, he said his lower back pain, his arthritic pain, diminished by 75%. So, you know, in addition to, you know, prolotherapy and the nutrients, uh, you know, and I'm sure cryotherapy is also another good adjunctive modality, but to sterify the scalar energy is incredible because it helps to energize the cells, increase the healing, break down the toxic you know cytokines that cause the pain and swelling. Uh, you know, there's other modalities, pulse magnetic therapy, that uh, some practitioners you know have available, which literally helps pump the blood and the lymph through these uh, areas of stagnation. Uh, there's the Beamer uh, type device that's electronic that increases microcirculation to areas to help with the healing process. So there's a lot of non-invasive conservative therapies. And unfortunately, the doctors don't have any inkling of this technology, and that's why they don't offer it to their patients. They have no inkling, and there's no really no money to be made. And and as Dr. Sergio said last week when I asked him what are the the risks, and there aren't any risks except the needle stick. Uh, right. So, yeah, I mean, where do, where where can you where can you find something that is so effective with very little risk, and and all the other modalities that Dr. Jerry just mentioned? Okay, uh, and especially the cryo the cryo sauna that, uh, and I have a lot of experience with that. In fact, we're going to open up a second office in Fort Myers. It, it, it's doing just tremendous. But, you know, it's not the end of the road. I mean, that's one modality uh, in the that that's in, in your uh, bag of arrows. So uh, just keep that all in mind, ladies and gentlemen. It's, uh, there are options besides cutting and, and taking a look and getting a baseline. I mean, that's, that's a favorite thing I'm hearing now down in Florida here. Uh, let's just go in there and look around. We'll get a baseline of what's in there. Well, that's that's a, that's that doesn't mean anything, ladies and gentlemen. That's just money talk. Well, the big thing that, that that people should take away with is do your homework. You know, look up these modalities on the internet. Get some basic information so that you can intelligently discuss with the orthopedic doctor uh, about 
you know, alternatives instead of going in there and thinking that this guy has all the answers. You know, if a plumber came into your house and you had 20 foot of of clogged pipe and, and the plumber only replaced four feet, you'd throw him the heck out of there. But yet we go to the doctor and, and he changes, let's say, three out of four coronary blood vessels. You think they're God. They saved your life. But the rest of your body's all clogged up. And, and that's what we have to look at health is no one person can have all the answers. And the more savvy you become and street smart on what's available, then the less uh, trickery that's going to be pulled off on you. Exactly. Watch out for the doctor with a knife in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or, and, or a carpenter with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, a carpenter with a hammer is going to whack you with it. He's going to break something. Um, and not only can we use all these other conservative therapies with the exercise and the food, but there are some therapies from Europe that have been used in America that have not really been officially sanctioned by America, amino acids and peptides and those things. And I personally know from patients that have gotten these that in certain cases this really works. And you don't have to take these dangerous drugs like Umira and uh, Embrel and uh, all, the, all these other things that are coming out. I don't even know the names of them. There's so many on the uh, TV now. And, uh, and most of the information they give you is scary. Uh, but there are other therapies that really work, and they're conservative, and nobody cuts anything. So watch out for the knife. Watch out for the knife, and, and it's a and do your homework, ladies and gentlemen. And we reported also as part of the holistic treatment that even arthroscopic knee surgery, if you have it done, if your vitamin D level is low, you're not going to heal, and you're going to go on to have a total knee replacement. And how many how many times on this program over the years have we talked about vitamin D levels? It's right. Between between 40 and 60, and some of them are, are 10 and 12 because of all the sunscreen being used. So, And that's easy. to You can just get that. That's a blood test. That's easy, ladies and gentlemen. That's an easy one to fix. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's, that, that show is archived. It's, uh, it's there, and what we talked about today is just a summary. Let's just take a quick uh, one-minute break for – and here's something about cryo, uh, freezing. The, uh, Dr. Ron Repesey, my son, has the only – nitrogen chamber in southwest florida uh gets down to minus 300 degrees fahrenheit if he wants it to uh your head is out of it you're always monitored there's no problem with oxygen it's a three-minute treatment uh, even the uh, frailest of people tolerate it well the boston red sox team has been to his office the, the uh, minor league baseball team uh to recover from injury so they can get back on the field so let's just take a quick break, and we'll kind of come back, and we'll talk about Roundup. And and you're, I, I think you're going to be surprised what you're going to hear about it. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryospa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryospa is truly amazing technology. 
Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about cool cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the cool cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your cool cryo trial session. 239-658-COOL. 239-658-2665. Located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenations, cool cryo spa. Come chill with us. That's Dr. Ron, and, and I happened to be down in the office with some, when some professional CrossFit people were down there, and they just uh, it just enables them to train like mad. And uh, and we'll, we'll talk about how this does uh, influence your mitochondria. And I, I'm going to spring this on my co-host right now, but I think over the next couple of weeks we're going to talk about the mitochondria, which are the engines that we need to keep our body going. Well, ladies and gentlemen, did you know that glyphosate or glyphosate is the active ingredient in Monsanto's Roundup herbicide. You've all heard of Roundup. It is the most used agricultural chemical in the history of the United States. In 2014, farmers sprayed enough glyphosate or glyphosate to apply 0.8 pounds of the chemical to every acre of cultivated cropland in the United States and nearly a half a pound of it to all cropland worldwide. Guess what? The U.S. Department of Agriculture, USDA National Residue Program, which has a task of monitoring pesticide residues in the United States food supply, does not even test for glyphosate residues. As more health risks emerge, and we'll get into that, in March 2015, the International Agency for Research on Cancer determined glyphosate is a probable carcinogen. More people are starting to wonder just how much glyphosate is in our food. I'll tell you one other thing that I was going to say for later, but it's also in our vaccines. The signs are, are so far are not reassuring, ladies and gentlemen. Glyphosate has been detected in blood, breast milk, and urine samples. Further, U.S. women had maximum glyphosate levels that were more than eight times higher than the levels found in the urine of Europeans. That was according to laboratory testing commissioned by the organization's uh, Moms Across America and Sustainable Pulse. The Alliance for Natural Health, ANH, recently conducted its own research to determine if glyphosate is found in commonly consumed breast foods, uh, breakfast foods, and their tests revealed the worst. And I told you about Cheerios a few months back, that our food system has been saturated with glyphosate, reaching even some organic problem, uh, products. 10 out of 24 breakfast foods tested had detectable levels of this chemical. And this, these included oatmeal, bagels, coffee creamer, organic bread, and even organic cage-free, antibiotic-free eggs. The majority of glyphosate was found at levels below the Environmental Protection Agency's proposed allowable daily intake. How about that? And, that's, and the ANH and EPA for glyphosate that they found in these foods is six times higher than the European Union's. And they failed to take into account the recent evidence of carcinogenicity, the toxicity of adjuvants in glyphosate formulations, the very wide distribution of glyphosate in the food and water. So, the, the year 2015, ladies and gentlemen, wasn't kind to the, the company that makes this. It's called Monsanto because that's 
the year, the World Health Organization declared that the company's product, Roundup or glyphosate, is a probable human carcinogen. Okay, and it's been banned in countries uh, around the world, but not here in the United States. It's banned in the Netherlands, Bermuda, Sri Lanka. Uh, if it does, it's not banned, there's severe restrictions on it. Last June, <coughs> France banned its use in garden. In gardens, Brazil, Germany, Argentina are considering legislative bans. And in September, California's Environmental Protection Agency launched plans to label Roundup as a carcinogen. As I said, it's the most widely used herbicide in the world today, making Monsanto millions upon millions of dollars in profit. But there's a lot of independent research being accumulated and now is providing a sound, we're getting a sound scientific rationale to confirm that glyphosate is far more, far more toxic and poses more serious health risks to animals and humans than Monsanto and the U.S. government admit. Among the many diseases and health conditions that non-industry studies identified as associated with this product are Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, autism, why? Because Roundup has been shown to in, instigate aluminum accumulation in the brain. So to me, the, what I read out of that, that uh, sentence is that it influences the blood-brain barrier because the aluminum should not be able to get into the brain. This herbicide has been responsible for reproductive problems such as infertility, miscarriages, neural tube and birth defects. It's a causal agent for a variety of cancers including cancers of the brain, the breast, the prostate, lung, and non-Hodgkin lymphoma. It's associated with hypothyroidism. How many times have you heard us talk about that problem here in the United States and, and, and its ramifications? And leaky gut syndrome. And it, believe it or not, it's now associated with lung cancer. And this lung cancer glyphosate, uh, they're thinking that glyphosate may be responsible for today's growing epidemic of chronic respiratory illness among farm workers and their families. So uh, a great report was done by an investigative reporter, Richard Gale, which I'm uh, quoting from a lot of his studies. Uh, and it's a shame that the EPA is aligning with uh, Monsanto. It, because uh, the safety of our children are now involved. So the company, has, of course, has tons of money, so it, it has the best PR uh, agencies the work money could buy. And uh, it's coming out from the Freedom of Information Act that Monsanto has known for decades that glyphosate, or glyphosate is one of the most toxic substances ever launched on the public adversely affecting almost every tissue and cell in a mammal's body. Think about that. So you know, also ventures, Doctor Ron. This, the aluminum yeah. and, and and even pancreas cancer. But I'm going to turn it over to Doctor Jerry for a minute because Doctor Jerry has done some really good research on this on this also. Well, you know, it's interesting. A French court ruled that Monsanto's marketing claims amounted to false advertising. They they falsified their data on the Roundup on its safety factor, and they were marketing it to, you know, parks departments and consumers as environmentally friendly and biodegradable. And they're totally lying. But, you know, the European countries, they don't put up with the BS 
from the American the corporations like like our government because the, our these companies pay off the congressmen to uh, you know make this stuff uh, sound good for the public. But you're absolutely right. Um, the health uh, issues are monumental. You know, it, what would it take 50 years before we woke up to DDT? And, and they've even found DDT in the penguins in Antarctica where they didn't even spray the stuff. So just because Europe's not getting it directly, trust me, when, you know, the vapors go up into the jet stream, uh, Europe's going to get it and the rest of the world's going to get it. But, you know, some of the other uh, medical maladies that, you know, um, weren't mentioned is the, the birth defects. I mean, the, down in Argentina where they did the studies, those villages – which had higher, you know, levels of Roundup or had the highest birth defects. So, you know, it's uh, hormone deficiencies and abnormal tubes, uh, you know, or, or developing, and it's just a, a real mess. And um, unfortunately, you're not going to hear this stuff on the 11 o'clock news because they don't want to disrupt their advertisers. The um, uh, and you know what chronic they're not kidney... Hear? Yeah, exactly. They're not going to hear any of this stuff. They're not going to hear... <laughs> That our vaccines are seriously contaminated with this, right? Right. You're, you're going to go to your WalMarts and get a get a flu vaccination. Well, but you you'll know. get twenty percent off on your on whatever purchase you get that day. <laughs> <laughs> There's always good that goes along with something bad, right? To balance it out. Yeah. All right. Let me just answer that, this question, Jerry. Then I, I, I know I want, sure. I want to get onto your research. I mean, so people say, how can you get glyphosate in a vaccine? Well, ladies and gentlemen, vaccines contain a lot of stuff. And many vaccines contain animal byproducts such as gelatin, bovine casein, bovine serum, bovine calf serum, and or chicken egg protein. The animals from which these products come from are fed grains sprayed with glyphosate or glyphosate. It does not take a rocket science to come to the conclusion that these animals fed this Roundup in their diet will contain Roundup in their byproducts. Easy. I mean, it's not complicated. So that's that's my two cents on vaccines. And, and I'm well, backed up by, by lots of science, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not making this up. I'm going to just uh, – might as well just tell you now before – I'm sorry about this, Dr. Jerry, but they, okay. they, uh, this herbicide has been found in MMR, varicella chickenpox, the shingles vaccine, Another MMR vaccine has been found in the flu vaccine and hepatitis B vaccines, and all from different manufacturers. I think this is a big deal because you're injecting a vaccine contaminated with a known herbicide that is probably carcinogenic, carcinogenic <laughs> to humans and should be prohibited. So please, ladies and gentlemen, give me a break. You know, and, and we're not even talking about the neurotoxins that you're getting, like mercury and aluminum. So now I'll keep quiet and let Dr. Jerry go on with his, his, the, all the research he's done on this subject. Well, you know, there was an interesting quote that I recently read. He said, nothing in all the world is more dangerous than sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. That was Martha Luther King <laughs> said that. <laughs> but, you know, what you said is absolutely true. And the thing that we are also missing is we do not know, and there's no computer in the world that can figure out what the byproducts are when this glyphosate, uh, you know, intermingles in the liver with all other breakdown products. And there could be carcinogenic, uh, sh you know, spinoffs that are worse than the original product. Uh, 
and uh, this is not factored into the equation. So, and you know, also acidity. If um, you know one person is more acidic and, and and another person is more alkaline, the more acidic person will have a more reactive kind of like a battery. They'll have a greater charge going on in the body, and the toxins will become more virulent. As opposed to someone who's more acidic that has more oxygen levels in their body, which can you know break down these poisons. So there's a lot of other variables that traditional medicine doesn't take into consideration, like a weak pancreas or hypothyroidism uh, or congested liver. These all you know impact on how that toxic roundup is being processed in the body. So, um, and then, you know, to go on to some of these other diseases, you know, chronic kidney diseases, the glyphosate uh, is causing damage to the, the uh, kidney tubules. And, you know, it's just out of control. You know, when it works uh, complexes with hard water, you get, and these nephrotoxic medical metals like mercury, lead, cadmium, aluminum, arsenic, uh, it's doing irreparable damage to your kidneys. So, you know, we're good, you might as well get in line for your kidney transplant now while you're still young, you know. Um, colitis, yep. toxicity of glyphosate, uh, it destroys the beneficial bacteria in your intestines. And and there was research done in Italy uh, where they showed that the, the healthy bacteria in your brain and your gut are interlinked with the lymph system. So the more toxicity from Roundup and the more pathogenic bacteria you have remaining in your gut... <laughs> It's going to wind up in your brain, and and that's the early onset of uh, you know Parkinson's and ALS and all these neurological issues, uh, depression. And what, and what that what that glyphosate brings with it, you know, through the blood-brain barrier, like the aluminum. Exactly, and and even right. if, it, if it gets through the lymphatic system, it'll go up into the brain. You know, doesn't have to worry about the blood-brain barrier. It'll get right through the lymphatics. Yeah. Um, depression, you know, depression is the leading cause of disability worldwide. I mean, when I read that, it just blew my circuits. And, you know, there's enough poisons out there to begin with, let alone ingesting glyphosate, uh, which disrupts your chemical processes and impacts the production of serotonin, which is one of the most important neurotransmitters that regulates mood, appetite, and sleep. So serotonin impairment has been linked to depression. These chemicals also get in your thyroid. When you get hypothyroid, you're going to have depression. So, you know, it just goes on and on and on. Diabetes. Uh, you get low levels of testosterone or a risk factor for type 2 diabetes. And what they found is that rats that were fed environmentally relevant uh, doses of Roundup over a period of 30 days, uh, spanning the onset of their puberty, had reduced testosterone production. Uh, as sufficient to alter their testicular cell morphology and delay the onset of puberty. So, you know, it's all intertwined. It's affecting the hormone balance. And, um, you know, it, it just, it's a domino effect. Then the heart gets impacted because the glyphosate can disrupt the body's enzymes causing liposomal dysfunction so that the, the normal healthy fats can't permeate through the cell membrane into the heart cells. So, um, you know, all I can tell you is that when you start to look at the evidence and the multitude of, uh, you know, obesity problems, reproductive problems, Parkinson's problems, you got to say yourself, you got to start avoiding these contaminated foods. And uh, Dr. Ron, I think you mentioned like Cheerios. I was looking up the actual 
measures of this stuff, 1,125 parts per billion in Cheerios. And, and I cringe when I see these little kids at the airport because I do a lot of flying, and, and the mothers are keeping them quiet by letting them eat Cheerios as a snack. And, I, you know, you want to go over to them, but then I've learned to keep my mouth shut because I don't want to get punched out by some irate mother. Um, we yeah, they're eating Cheerios, and they, got, and, they have, and they have a cell phone next to their head. Absolutely. Well, the Cheerios keeps them occupied and the cell phone keeps them amused, too. But, uh, you know, even Wheaties has like 31 uh, parts per billion of glyphosate. Uh, You know, cornflakes, 78 parts per billion. I mean, it's on the Internet. You don't have to be a rocket scientist. You start looking up these levels and, and then just start avoiding eating these foods uh, and then take plenty of antioxidants to counteract these poisons because you we don't live in a bubble, and you're not going to avoid it. So uh, get street smart. That's my two cents. Well, that's great. And, and, and you know what? Their own studies have shown that glyphosate is associated with adeno, adenoma, cancer in the pituitary gland, glioma tumors in the brain, reticular cell sarcomas in the heart, malignant tumors in the lungs, salivary mandibular reticular cell carcinoma, metastatic sarcomas of the lymph glands, prostate carcinoma, cancer of the bladder, thyroid carcinoma, adrenal reticulum cell sarcomas, cortical adenomas, basal cell squamous skin tumors. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, that's from Monsanto's records. And I'm going to tell you something else. You know, the occurrence of cataracts is rising particularly in the Midwestern states like North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Iowa, Kansas, and Missouri. And according to uh, this uh, group called Prevent Blindness, America's statistics, 17% of adults over 40 years have cataract problems. The NIH projects that the rate will reach nearly 40% by 2030, a Monsanto study showing glyphosate activity in the eye may be a contributing factor to this epidemic. I mean, it's a, this, this chemical is affecting all of our organs. It may be associated with, this, with the, the lung cancer epidemic. There's a lot of people, I don't know uh, if our, if our uh, listeners are aware, but there's a lot of people developing lung cancer that were non-smokers. It may be because of with it, the way the glyphosate affects the pancreas and it causes the liberation of an enzyme called trypsin, and this drives it into the lungs. So how many people do you know with lung cancer, asthma, chronic lung disease? Maybe they were never smokers. And it's, it's incredible. And, and Monsanto has all this research, and, and as Dr. Jerry said, this is, a lot of this is coming out of the French courts. So uh, the, the French may... Uh, Maybe they're going to help us out like we helped them out during World War II. So, Dr. How about Dan, the autoimmune diseases that occur, too? Well, what, what do you got on that? Well, I got some uh, on the Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS, and multiple sclerosis. There's a possibility there's a uh, connection with uh, glyphosate. It's um, a, a sulfate deficiency in the brain associated with amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. That's a possibility and then it gets uh, into the liver and it affects the liver by uh, being transported and uh, then to the brain. And then MS, well, all these things are connected, and uh, the possibility that uh, uh, 
there there may be something that hasn't been studied here. I don't know. Uh, but th this is on the uh, research that I did uh, well, with the inflammatory. It is really that this stuff uh, is associated with so many cancers and and so right. much to do with the brain. So it's it's really you know because what are, what are we all afraid of? We're not a, I don't know. I don't think we're afraid of dying so much as afraid of uh, getting Alzheimer's and dementia. And uh, boy, this this seems to be a causal factor that no one's talking about. Yeah, you know. Yeah, some yeah. of the common foods that we're getting this poison from is uh, the GMO corn, the soybeans, uh, the sugar beets, and canola plants. Okay, they're oh, genetically oh, uh, modified by Monsanto to resist the glyphosate spraying. And uh, and the other big problem is they're using glyphosate on crops as a pre-desiccant, uh, as drying the crops before they harvest them. So even though, you know, you may have uh, organic food growing, the bottom line is uh, it's going to get contaminated from the wind. Yeah, and, that's, and that's, that goes along with that don't ask, don't tell policy that's being followed right now because no one's keeping track of how many crops are being desiccated with this glyphosate. There's no idea. Now, uh, Mercola had a list of foods, the crops that are desiccated. He includes lentils, corn, sugar right. beets, potatoes, canola, flax, peas, rye and buckwheat, millet, millet and sunflowers, and non-GMO soybeans. So, you know, this is stuff that no one's talking about. So, what happens uh, to the soybeans that are that are what about what happens to the soybeans that are clean, but the wind blows the glyphosate on your clean soybeans. There you go. We saw a movie on this where the guy was, was absolutely put into – he was taken to court by the – you know what the company is. Um, because he he said, I, I didn't do this. Well, you're, in, you're, you're not allowed to keep it clean. It's got to be the way it is. Hmm. Now, that came from someone else's – glyphosate that blew into his clean uh, wheat or soy or whatever it was. Some people say all soy is not safe today. Yeah, pretty much 93% of the soybeans are genetically modified. There we go, 93%. Yep. And 83% um, of the corn is genetically modified. I mean, I, I used to love corn, but beyond I stopped eating it. Uh, you know, I used to eat edamame when I would go to Japanese restaurants. Yes. It spooks the heck out of me because, um, you know, the bottom line is it's toxic. So I just stopped eating it. Yeah, we used to we used to buy edamame no more. Well, we, we, uh, speaking about Japanese food, that might be a good reason why some of the experts recommend eating fermented food like uh, kimchi because they think that uh, the fermentation helps break down pesticides. And I, I, I sort of gave, I gave up on, on, on edamame also uh, because I, I didn't realize it was 93%, but I knew it was a high percentage of soybeans are, are contaminated. Wow. That's I guess that's another reason to have a good filtration system in your house, right, Jerry? Oh, you know, you've you got to be crazy not to have it filtered because – the the uh, I know in Pennsylvania, because the uh, bugs became resistant to the chlorine, so they're using chloramine, which is probably about three times more toxic than the regular chlorine. 
uh, to counteract, you know, the resistance. So the, they're using more and more uh, stronger poisons. And, you, you know, when you put it into your body over a period of time, it's going to wreak havoc, especially wow. your thyroid. You know, the, the halogens suppress your thyroid. And, you know, we spoke about this in the past, that the thyroid is like the key component to the metabolism of every cell of your body. And if that starts to shut down, you know, it's all over. And and Roundup, uh, glyphosate does one other thing that we're, that I hope that uh, we all can get together on in the next couple of weeks and talk about the mitochondria because uh, it it just destroys uh, the mitochondria. Uh, and Dr. Senef, he said he said that the manganese appears to be involved that the glyphosate chelates manganese and other minerals which makes the plant deficient. In turn, the animals or humans who eat the plants do not get enough either. So you think you're eating enough of a particular uh, nutrient, and you're not getting it. Okay? So uh, so this, like, like Dr. Jerry alluded to, you know, this glyphosate binds very strongly to minerals and micro-minerals. It doesn't let them go. That's what chelation means. It's a claw. It just hangs in there. So, uh, and then... Your mitochondria require manganese to break down SOD, superoxide dismutase, and turn it into hydrogen peroxide, which is far less toxic, and then eventually goes to the water. This very is a very important process. We'll talk about it as it protects your mitochondria from oxidative damage. Without manganese, you have no protection. So that's your energy production. You know, um, so, as far as your driveway and uh, pavers and so forth, you know, people use glyphosate to kill the weeds. Yeah. You can make up a uh, safe uh, um, solution, and I'd I'd like to give it to you now if I could. Absolutely. One gallon of vinegar, one cup of salt, and two tablespoons of Dawn. Dawn detergent. Yeah. You have the cleanest driveway in the neighborhood. What, what what's that, Jerry? You have the cleanest driveway in the neighborhood. Right. Well, what what why do you have Dawn in there? Because Dawn helps it to the uh, solution to adhere to the uh, uh, the fibers of the uh, plant. Yeah. And and then this gets in there, and it kills it, and it's not toxic at all. Some people do use uh, chlorine um, from the pool. And half and half chlorine and water, but then chlorine is toxic too, so you have to be careful. Yeah, I was uh, reading where, and I haven't tried it yet, but 20 mule team borax, a couple tablespoons in one of these spray bottles in water, that'll also kill the weeds, and that's uh, pretty non toxic. Um, that's a great idea. We we have that right here too. We we ought to try it. it yeah, it's great for ants too, ants and roaches if, uh, to prevent them because they don't like that stuff. Yeah, they the don't boron. Like that. Yeah, 20, yep, exactly. 17% board. Well, I'll tell you, one of the things is this is a, a non-paid advertisement. Uh, I had a <laughs> severe problem with fly moths in my house, like you can't imagine. And I had the professional, you know, sprayers come out and all that. Couldn't get rid of it. And I just got this inkling. Let me sprinkle some 20 mule team borax into the um, sump pump because that, that's where they were breeding, you know, in the slime. And sure enough, after a couple of weeks of just sprinkling there, I have no more problem. 
<laughs> it just dissolved the slime in in the pit, you know, the sump pump, and they stopped breathing. Wow. And it's a $5 solution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever you don't, you could put in your wash. <laughs> And I know this is not totally non-toxic, but uh, as the uh, Greek wedding said, <laughs> the, the, the big Greek wedding, Windex works on everything. <laughs> Absolutely. And Absolutely. I have used well, it. I've used it on ants. I've used it on stuff uh, once or twice, and they don't come back. Uh, so I just thought I'd mention that. Somebody might want to try it who has a problem with ants or some other pest that might get into the home. So, Dr. Ron, we got to suggest to our uh, listeners that they call and start complaining to their Congress people about this poisonous effect, and you know how are we going to change this thing? I think if enough people maybe complain to their congressmen, uh, even though they're getting paid off by by Monsanto, you know when it comes election time, they may think twice. Well, I have no problem with that, and, and, uh, and ladies and gentlemen, that, that's. We do have to be more proactive, uh, if not for ourselves, for our children and grandchildren, uh, to get these chemicals they, uh, off the market. Because they, you know, even if they stop doing uh, using glyphosate today, probably would take what twenty, thirty, forty, fifty years. I don't know the number. It would take a, li- a couple lifetimes probably to get it out of the out of the uh, uh, the food chain. Well, you know, the Environmental and- Working Group, they said, you know, they found something like 287 chemicals in the blood of newborn babies, and a high percentage of them were banned 20 to 30 years before, and they're still being contaminated, you know, the young fetuses. So that, and then look at Agent Orange that we sprayed all over Vietnam. You know, there's still birth defects and problems because of all that from, you know, in the 60s. Yeah, I think it's time for full congressional hearings. We have to learn the truth, and and then not just have the hearing. I mean, it's, it, then you have to do something. I mean, it's, it, it's good enough to have knowledge, but if you don't act on the knowledge, then uh, you're just wasting your time. Uh, like that book that came out about 20 years ago. It's called Do It. I, I sort of lived about lived my life a little bit like that. Uh, if you know something's wrong, well, do something about it. Just don't sit back. The knowledge, just because you have the knowledge, you're not helping yourself or the or humanity. And and I'm really concerned with the aluminum in glyphosate. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've been concerned with aluminum for most of my uh, professional career, and now knowing that this uh, can be put in, you know, it can be more easily trans uh, transit transited into the brain. And how many people you know have dementia, Parkinson's, autism, AD, and other neurological neurodegenerative diseases? And you know, and no one can deny aluminum probably plays a significant role. So, boy, this is really something we have to. Uh, maybe, maybe I think you're right, Jerry. We have to be more proactive on this one. Yeah, and you know, just you know, send an email to your congressman. They all have a, a web page, and you know, even though they, you know, it's, it's like anything else. The squeaky wheel gets the oil, and if enough people complain about it, they're going to have to take some action. They're going to be forced into it, and that's what it takes. You know, do it. Uh, you know, on a regular basis. Don't don't give up. Uh, eventually, you know, change is going to take place. I think that's great. That's a that's a great uh, advice for our listeners. 
this glyphosate, ladies and gentlemen, is toxic. And the way I see it sprayed here in Florida, sprayed in preserve areas where there, we're next to uh, uh, ponds and, and lakes, uh, you know, is it's it's really distressing, okay? And well, you know, the thing is, how many of these retired people down in Florida go out there and play golf on a regular basis? And guess what? That, you know, herbicide, pesticide, insecticide, it's you're getting absorbed into your system. You know, one of the other interesting things, they said that pets have a much greater level of toxicity. Well, it's a no-brainer. The pets are running around on the lawns. Where the heck do you think they're getting these poisons from? Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Exactly. Okay, and there there, yep. there was an article that I didn't bring up, and it just I'll just give you the title of it. It's called Unbelievable Chemicals Detected in American Dogs. Chemicals in Dogs, Five Red Flag Warnings. I mean, you're right. They're running around on this stuff, and it's being absorbed, absorbed through their feet. Yeah, well, I had a, a patient, uh, you know, about the four months ago. He had colon cancer. He came up from Florida. He was referred to me, and when I tested him, guess what? He had three pesticides in in the colon area where the cancer was. And I said to him, you know, do you play golf? He said, yeah, like four times a week. I said, well, you got to make some serious choices. I mean, you're going to go through, uh, you know, surgery, and you know, if you still get exposed to these same poisons, your cancer is going to come back. I think that's great advice for somebody that has it and for somebody that doesn't have it. I, I don't put out there that I have all the answers, but that's why I put an infrared sauna in my house because I detox five, six days a week along with uh, some days taking uh, a zeolite or activated charcoal, drinking plenty of good uh, filtered, uh, reverse filtered water. A lot of it I, I ozonate myself. So I mean, there, there. You have to continually work at it, just like you're, you know, when you, your car is due for an oil change, you get it right down to the to the dealer, to your mechanic. You have to do the same with your body. You have to take it, take care of it better than you take care of your car, because uh, you, you know you can't trade it in. Well, you can, but the uh, you trade it <laughs> for a box, a pine box. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or, or an urn. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Well, you know what? Can you believe, Dr. Jerry, Dr. Dan, we're one yeah. minute and ten seconds away from an hour already? Oh, my God. Where'd well, it go? You know what? We have, we have a lot of callers here. I'm just going to – let me just go down here and click okay. all the uh, all the microphones, put them on here. I put a, put a 15 microphones on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you're listening on the phone and you have a question – uh, just speak up. I, I, I don't have time to screen all of you, so we'll, we'll just take them as we go. If you have if any questions, glad to take them. All right. I guess we have a lot of listeners. No, no, no. I guess we did a good job talking about they got all five, the five Roundup. It's just a toxic product. Uh, if you, if you, if you, you know, disease doesn't occur overnight. It's dis-ease. It occurs over a period of time. And if you're exposed to this stuff, you have to detoxify it. You have to drink plenty of water. You have to uh, take take a, a sauna, do a sauna cryo uh, combination for to reset your mitochondria. And we'll, if, if you don't know anything about mitochondria, we'll talk about them, uh, start the, the conversation next week. Uh, a lot of work has been done by a female PhD, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Uh, so, and she... 
she uh, has been she has lots of YouTube videos. You can look up Rhonda Patrick, uh, Bruce Ames, uh, doing nutrigenomics and epigenomics and folate-related polymorphisms and so forth. And we can talk about it because that's the future of your life, ladies and gentlemen. And vitamin D, believe it or not, plays a big role in all that, all that, all those big words I just used. All right, let's start with Dr. Dan. Anything for our, our listeners before we uh, sign off, Dr. Dan? Yes, uh, uh, we really can't avoid the stuff, uh, the glyphosate, because even though we don't use it, it's on both sides of it. It's everywhere. If you're a golfer, you're probably picking it. You, like you said, we have to use the right kind of exercise, the saunas, the food, and so forth and so on. And as uh, I'm going to quote Henry Kissinger when he said, ultimate power ultimately corrupts. And that's what's happening with this company that's spreading all this glyphosate. And if we don't open our mouths and say something, nothing will happen. We have to fight it, and we have to get to our congressmen and people in Washington and and so forth and so on, someone that can really work on this, and it's going to take a long time. Dr. Jerry. That's my pearl for yeah, my one of my favorite comedians was Robin Williams, and he <laughs> made a, a very interesting quote. He said, no matter what people tell you, words and ideas can change the world. And I think this is what Dr. Dan, Dr. Ron, Dr. and myself were pushing, is that to open up your eyes to what what's happening to our environment and our quality of life. It's gone down the toilet, and if we don't make a stand, uh, then we deserve what we get. And I agree with uh my two co-hosts, and, and I told you last week, the American dream, our lifespan is decreasing. It's stalled. It's come uh, to a halt. Uh, please support us by listening to us and tell a friend about us. We are on Facebook, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. We are preparing, and we will prepare a great show for you with Dr. Bennett Amalu. I think that will be worth uh, listening to uh, live even so because I'm sure he'll be he'll stay around for some questions and my parting words is may you always have love to share cash to spare and friends who care ladies and gentlemen you've been listening to Dr. Jerry, Dr. Dan, Dr. Ron here on Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored uh, thank you and we, as I say we are very grateful and humbled at uh, the way this show is being listened to and uh, Hope to see you on the radio next week. I'll see you, Jerry. See you, Dan. Good night. See you. Ciao. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on Talkradio.com. See you next week. Ciao.